Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to The Come Up. I'm your host, Nell, with your co-host, Lachelle. And usually we help you take it to the top of your game by focusing on starting a business, growing a business, and eventually selling your business. But today, with it being Super Tuesday, we are going to focus on politics. Everybody talk, everybody's talking about politics, uh, especially here in Michigan with it being Super Tuesday. So specifically, we're going to talk about economic development within the African-American community. So let's uh, get started. So this is a political election year and everyone is talking politics here in Michigan. It's Super Tuesday. Everyone's uh, talking to each other about who they're going to vote for. Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden. Uh, I think Bloomberg had an African-American agenda. Uh, he's out of the race right now. For me, it's about the Democratic Party having an African-American agenda. They don't see, I don't see an African-American agenda, and that troubles me. They're asking us for our vote, 90% of us vote Democratic, and they don't seem to take us seriously. They don't have an African-American agenda. Personally, I think the Democratic Party loves pandering to uh, African-Americans who are over the age of 65 because they know that those are African-Americans with a memory that extends to the 60s the civil rights and and in the 60s the civil rights legislation was super important the democrats got that done they want to be they, they want to remind people that they were the party that uh you know uh, put those civil rights in place and they they kind of use scare tactics if you will you know they kind of remind people of that and then they try to scare you into believing that Republicans are going to take away, they're going to roll back those civil rights. And for me, it's kind of like, I look at politics as a, what have you done for me? It's like the Jan Jackson song. It's what have you done for me lately, right? Those are, those are laws that were put in place by politicians who are mostly deceased. They're no longer around. Well, now um, for me, I just want to say today, today, I didn't make it to the poll because I was a little confused. I didn't know what I was going for. And I understand that our civil rights leader died for us and mm -hmm. marched for us. But my thing was, what was these two candidates offering right, right. me? I, I mean, as a black individual, what are right. they offering and, 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 and you me as a black it. individual? You think about it. Joe Biden, has a huge, he had a huge turnout in South Carolina. I don't know what his turnout's going to be here in Michigan. But in South Carolina... Uh, he had a huge turnout because mostly African-American senior citizens over the age of 65 turned out for him, right? He, he's an older politician. He, he, he reminded everyone that uh, he uh, uh, was forward to the civil, civil rights legislation. But that, see, in my opinion, when politicians keep reminding you of the civil rights legislation, they're trying to live off the past these are politicians who, unless you are coming to me and talking about, see, politics is all about, for me, politics is all about, especially federal politics, it's all about the, it's who's controlling the federal budget. When you're the party in control, so if the Democrats have control of the Congress and we have a Democratic president, they're controlling the federal budget and they're gonna determine which groups get a larger share of the financial resources. And so that's really what politics is about. When you're talking about, when you're trying to tell people 
uh, and remind people about the civil rights legislation and things, you don't have to allocate any of the federal budget for the civil rights legislation. That is already in place. So basically, it sounds like to me what we're trying to say to listeners is look for something that they're offering you as right. a black community. Well, um, f- f- tangibles, tangibles, yeah. tangibles. We're talking about tangibles. If, if they're trying to get you to focus on the civil rights legislation, right, that is not a tangible. That's something that happened in the past. It's already in place. It's a feel-good conversation, right? But what it's like, like I said, it's what have you done for me lately? What are you going to do for me now? So we need to look for something that's going to be done now. Well, the priority, like what we talk about is it's, it's, it's African-American communities need to have uh, federal and state investments. It's all about economic development, right? Small business growth. We, we, we need to have politicians who come to us, Democrats, since we give them 90%, we pretty much vote, all of us pretty much uh, vote uh, 90% Democrat, right? So the Democratic Party should always, that should be a party that has uh, a rock solid economic development plan for the African American, for, for, for the African American community. And I don't see that. I don't see any economic development plan. Uh, like I said, outside of Bloomberg, he was the only one. And I don't think we took Bloomberg seriously because he entered the race late and he had a, uh, what was that, a stop and frisk law in New York City. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of thing that doesn't engender people to you, right? That's, that was a discriminatory law. So... Uh, and he, but 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 honestly, he was still better than Joe Biden. He's still better than Joe Biden, and he's still better than Bernie Sanders because at least he had an African American agenda, an economic development agenda. He wasn't trying to take your mind back to the '60s and things. So, you know, I personally thought Bloomberg was better than both, but uh, I don't think you know we really gave him a, a chance, much of a chance. But even beyond that. I think we need to take a step back, stop showing 100% loyalty to the Democratic Party. We need not be loyal to any party if they're not doing anything for us. They're asking us for our vote. We need to leverage our vote. Take a step back and say, okay, what are we getting for this vote? We already got the civil rights legislation that's in place. You're not going to scare us into believe into voting for you, into believing that you know if the Republicans are in office, they're going to roll back uh, the civil rights legislation, and, and um, somehow we're 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 going to be less free and have less rights than we do today. I'm just I'm I'm not one to believe that that's going to happen, and I'm not one to live in fear. And uh, this isn't the 1960s, right? So we need to present our agenda to both parties and give both parties an opportunity to tell us. Uh, what they're going to do for us, just like they just like they speak directly to everyone else's issue. And when I say everyone else, I mean groups. So when you look at uh, the immigrants as a group, uh, illegal immigration is an issue that, especially the Democrats, they they they've spent a lot of time talking about illegal immigration during this election cycle. And for me, I mean, illegal immigrants obviously are not citizens. And so that's not a top priority issue for me. So I'm not voting for any any uh, politician who's trying to get me to spend 50% of my time 
you know, talking about illegal immigration, that I'm a citizen, I pay taxes, uh, I don't have anything against illegals, but you, it, we're supposed to be a nation of laws, you have to be here legally, and I'm not spending a whole lot of my time, that's not an issue that's gonna get me out of bed to come to the polls and vote for you. So it's not like you have some good points, points that you're giving our audience now um, in, to take in consideration before going to the poll. You want to, you know, look at what you've been offered um, as a black community. Is there anything that the economic development that you need for your community, is that being offered? I mean, we look at other groups that, you know, Nels was using mm -hmm. examples of. Yeah. They're offered something. Hispanics are always offered something. Directly. The, and it's, the LGBT it's, groups are offered something. Exactly. So, let's, let's take those know, two groups. People speak directly to... Uh, those groups. They don't say that uh, what's good for the country is good for those groups, right? So when they approach those groups, they have specific policies that uh, they want to put in place to help those groups. They don't tend to treat us that way as an, Af as Af as an African-American community. And so there's this, there's this term called benign neglect. Uh, and benign neglect is uh, it's a practice that many, 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 many politicians uh, and both political parties uh, practice, right? This is something that, uh, this is the way benign neglect works, right? You, if, if African-Americans talk to you about their issue, you pretend, you, you, you nod, uh, you pretend like you hear them, but you never address their specific concerns. You uh, go global. And so you kind of make their concerns a part of general concerns and you never address their issues directly. And that has been going on since, uh, really since I think it's like 1865 was when that concept rolled out and politicians have been practicing that on both parties for a very, very, very long time. And so that's why a lot of the African-American uh, uh, issues never get addressed. And that's true because even when Obama was in office, well, but Obama mean, was a great it was, he's it was a, a great president. He was a decent guy. I mean, he was he was great guy. He, he was he was a, a, a nice man, a nice family guy, uh, smart, professional, uh, polite and all those but things. But just looking back now but he did nothing for us. Yeah, just looking back now he didn't do anything for the black community yeah, politically. For us politically. And most of us vote for him because we thought he was gonna do something for the black community. Right. We're like, Oh yeah, we have a black president, he's gonna be up in White House, he's gonna help us. Yeah, but I mean really he didn't do much for us at all. You think about two thousand and eight and what was happening when Obama got elected. Uh, we were in a recession many of uh, the financial institutions, the banks and insurance companies, et cetera, they were, they were going belly, they were going bankrupt. And Obama and the Congress, Obama got elected, and between uh, the end of 2008 and really like the middle of 2009, uh, we were bailing out to the tune of billions of dollars, many of the biggest financial, financial institutions and insurance companies in the country. Now, why didn't Obama decide to set aside some money uh, in the Small Business Administration specifically to develop, uh, you know, 
the community. Uh, small businesses well, small in the African-American community. And even helping, I mean, just looking back you know? at his, whole, his hometown that needed some kind of help. Well, Chicago's I mean, a wreck. You know, he could have... Yeah. Chicago, he did nothing for Chicago. Chicago. I mean, you got so. gang, you got gang violence, and 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 typically people are committing crimes like that because they have no economic opportunities within those cities. So you know, Obama, uh, as nice of a guy he is, and I think many of us, uh, on a personal level, see him as a good guy. But politically, he was a failure, and he didn't do anything for the African American community. So. Uh, you know, yeah, he, he, he put in place the affordable health care, but that was for the Everyone, general community. That was, that general, was not specific general, to the yeah. African-American community. He did something specifically for the gay community. Gays are now able for LGBT, for the LGBT community. They are now able to marry in many, many, many states and uh, take advantage of health insurance and their laws so their, their, their lives are very different as a result of what Obama and the Congress did. I can't say that uh, for the African-American community. So he didn't do anything specifically for us. Uh, he did address other groups specifically. So that, that's kind of that's that, that, that's, that, that's my uh, opinion of Obama. And I think more and more people are but starting to see that as his legacy, it's it's really a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, you know, let, when, let's look at today's candidate that's running. They're yeah. they're not doing anything or saying anything that they're going to do for the African community. My my and advice, we're, and we're going out there still to vote for him. So why are you voting for these candidate? I mean, what are they offering you? So you have to think about that. Um, we're not trying to tell you not to vote. We're not trying to tell you. To vote for Republican, we're just trying yeah. to tell you check check for, the slots and forget, see what for, you know what you're a, getting. Forget about what they did in the past. Forget about it. Do not reward them for what they did in the past because again, many of them, almost all of them, didn't do anything in the past. They weren't in office. Okay, they were not in office to pass any civil rights legislation or anything that benefited you specifically. Civil rights legislation is the only thing that benefited black people specifically. Okay, so they were not in office to uh, pass that legislation. Uh, politicians back in the 50s and 60s, and so they were the ones who passed that legislation, and many of them are deceased. So, and and again, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, talking to uh, uh, someone about discrimination uh, in, in the past, right? People got discriminated. Black people got discriminated against in the 50s and 60s, and talking to you know your, your white friends about that and the first thing they're going to tell you is well you can't hold me responsible for that because i didn't do it yeah you're right you didn't do it and it's the same thing politically when you're trying to uh when, when politicians are trying to uh get you to show loyalty to the to them and to the democratic party based on something that happened in the past they didn't do it they didn't do they're not responsible for that so you're not going to get rewarded with my vote for something that happened in the past that you didn't do. Tell me what you're going to do uh, today. Now, here's the issue. Here's the top priority. It's an economic development priority. What are you going to do with that federal budget? Show me tangible. What, what are you going to do? Tan what, what are you? How are you going to allocate dollars to African-American communities to help them uh, 
uh, uh, become homeowners at a higher rate, to help them start businesses. Uh, what? Show me your plan to do that. Let's have a conversation about that. And if you can't uh, show me, or if you can't demonstrate that you've even thought about that, then you don't. You can't seriously expect me to come out and vote for you. And See, even how to help neighborhood that has gang issues. I mean, you know, yeah, that's you, a big that's issue. That's a very big issue. So you need to make that a part of your agenda when you're going out there yeah. and campaigning. And let me let me address this uh, belief that we have to vote because people died for our right to vote. You don't have to vote when you have nothing to vote for. You don't have to vote. If you got nothing to vote for, don't vote. That sends a message to politicians that they shouldn't expect something from nothing from you. Well, Nell, it sounds like you're very passionate about that. We need to have something on the ballot for our African-American community. So it's either development, economic development for business, um, some kind of program that's funded for our youth that's involved in gangs. I mean, something for homeowners. So we need to have something on our ballot that is geared towards our black community, our African-American community. You sound very passionate about what well, you're saying. I, I just think that there should be no permanent friends and no permanent enemies in politics. They're, like the saying goes, they're only permanent interest. And if our interests are economic development, uh, let's give both political parties an opportunity to show how they can help us in that area and not write off the Republican Party. Of course the Republican Party has done absolutely nothing. I'm not advocating for the Republican Party at all. So let me be very clear about that. The Republican Party has not tried to get our vote. They've not done anything for us and we should not have voted for the Republican Party. However, having said that, you know, we've blindly voted Democratic and they haven't done anything really for us as well. Uh, and I already said, I already, we already talked about Obama and yeah, I mean, you know, if they think we should, if they think we should vote Democratic because they elected and you know they supported Barack Obama. Well, that was his personal victory. We already established he didn't do anything for us as a group. And but, like you said before, you know, ninety percent of Americans vote for, vote as Democratic, and ten percent of African American. Like I'm sorry, ninety percent of African American vote as Democratic, and then you say ten percent might vote Republican, but... Well, they might vote Republican or they might vote uh, as independents, for an independent. But uh, for the most part, you know, 90% of us, yeah, like I said, 90% of us are going to vote so, Democratic. So 90% so needs to know what we, they're voting for. We need to either demand that the Democratic Party comes with a with uh, an economic development platform. You got to have a platform that supports our economic development, not just in words, but and resources that is what politics is all about carving up the re who's going to get the resources right we have a large large federal budget and if if some of that money is not allocated for economic development in our communities then we're sleeping we are sleep we're being tricked like i said a politician talking about civil rights that does not they understand that they do not have to allocate any of the federal budget for that, okay, because that is already in place, right? That's already in place. They, they got, they're gonna have to allocate some money in the federal budget for, for economic development in the African American community 
And that's why they want to run from that. And see, that's why they don't want to uh, really focus on young black people. See, that's why Bernie Sanders, he's getting young people all over. But African, young African-Americans are, are more economic development oriented. And they're thinking, okay, what does Bernie have to say about that? And he doesn't have anything to say about that. He's talking about student, he's talking about uh, free college and wiping away student loan debt and things like that. But that's a general conversation. We that, got some debt. Some yeah, we do have debt, debt and that's, that does benefit us. You're right. I'm not saying that doesn't benefit us, but that's not specific to us. That's a, that is something that benefits everyone. I'm talking about issues that are specific Pacific. to us. So, um, you know, that that's that's what we need to focus on. Those are the issues that are going to advance us uh, politically. Do not let any of these old timers, any of these, uh, the, the, the usual suspects, I don't even have to, have to name their names. They roll them out every election cycle and tell us why we need to vote and that people died for our right to vote. Listen, you don't have to vote if there's nothing to vote for. Send these guys a message that in order to get their vote, get your vote, just like every other group, they need to bring something, they need to address your top priority issues. That's it, that's all. If they can't do that, then they haven't earned your vote, period. And my point is, we're not telling you not to vote, but if you're going to the poll in November, Please know what you're going to the poll for. Look, your vote is your power, and uh, don't give it away. Don't don't leverage your power. See, you, you have the ability to reward and punish uh, these political parties and politicians, and your vote is how you do that. And so, if you, uh, if, if a political party is saying that they're going to support us, right, our agenda, then we reward them with our vote. And if they are pretending like they don't understand what our agenda is after we've clearly told them, then we punish them with, by sitting out, right? We cannot be in the business of giving these guys what they want, which is a victory, which is to, which is to get elected, right? Without getting what we want. Just like everybody else, let's stop this. Oh, we, we, we're going to vote just because we've always voted Democratic and they're going to protect us. Listen, or because I'm not our afraid. ancestor vote Democratic. And don't, then... don't vote because you're afraid. I'm not afraid. Trump's already been in office for four years, and my life hasn't changed at all. He had, it's not in the negative, right? Not in the negative. I understand that 95% of, 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 of what I get in life is through my own efforts, my relationships, et cetera. It, has, it, it doesn't have that much to do with politics. But still, I do understand that politics can be have a an tool. effect on what we get in it life. Can, it can be a tool to advance my cause. So, so um, let's just you know let's just keep that in mind. Uh, don't let anybody scare vote. you into voting for nothing. Thanks again for tuning into the Come Up, where we help you take it to the top of your game. And you can shoot us over an email if you have any questions or topics. Maybe there's a discussion you want us to have, you can shoot us over an email at topofyourgame06 at gmail.com. Again, topofyourgame06 at gmail.com. Uh, and if you have any questions or, uh, again, topics that you want us to discuss, just shoot us over an email. Mm -hmm.